Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michael Show. Thanks to everybody for chiming in. Everybody's on the network now. Always good to get you here. Phone number is 877-867-1670. Hit us up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. At Ben Z. Kenny. That's Ben Z. Kenny over on uh, Twitter as well. Uh, on Instagram and on Facebook, you can follow us. Uh, the Bill Michaels Show. The Bill Michaels Show. And, and then you can subscribe for free on both and watch the program on YouTube and on Twitch TV. Uh, simply go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on Twitch TV. Uh, email the program, as many of you do. TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. The website, TheBillMichaels.com. You can download and listen on the app, WOZN, The Zone, Madison, and you can always track us down after the fact on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and so many ways to follow the program. So thanks to uh, thanks to everybody paying attention. Um, our buddy Dwayne says, let's just play what if. What if love just shines? Young team balling out behind their young quarterback. Oh, I can't wait. Stuff that in your ball bag, Rodgers. There you go. Um, Thomas says uh, the defense underperformed last year and 12 sucked, which is funny because if Jordan Love gives you the same numbers as Aaron Rodgers last year, that'd be great. But in the grand scheme of things for Aaron Rodgers, that sucked. So it's all in perspective, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um what else do we have here? Uh, uh, John says, I think it's important the Packers get off to a decent start, be 500 at the midpoint. Would be disappointing to see them gel late and then miss the playoffs, which I, I would agree with that, but I'm not counting on the playoffs. As much as I want to – look, I hope they're in it till week 17, week 18. I hope that it, it, there's some meaning to games in mid to late December and the first uh, game in January. I hope there's meaning to all of that. I really do. That's what I'm hoping for. I, I hope that uh, the Packers have um, meaningful football, and it's not this horrifically dismal failure, this horrifically bad performance out of the quarterback, this horrifically bad play from the uh, from from the defense. I, I hope that it's all so much better, maybe than what our anticipation is for this team. Uh, I, I just that's my hope. That's my hope. Eddie says love's going to make it feel like football again. Rodgers was on his own script. Um, this one is from uh, going to the email inbox. He says, uh, do people look at Aaron Rodgers as a villain now? Should the organization look at Aaron Rodgers as a villain? And then people will look at Jordan Love riding in on the white horse. Well, okay, let me let me deal with this in three different parts the first part is should they look at Aaron Rodgers as a villain I think you look at Aaron Rodgers however you want to look at Aaron Rodgers uh, it's as simple as that um, because you know we we found out more that went on behind the scenes now look at it this way okay let, let me let me give you the perspective and then you can determine what it, whatever it is you you want to you want to do or however you want to feel um, you go back to 2021 when things weren't good and the organization stepped forward and said, hey, we'll, we'll include you. There's inclusivity here. We're going to – they basically spent two years mending the, the fence, 
if you will. Last year, Rodgers was on the fence, and there was a lot, again, uh, for lack of a better term, of just ass-kissing. And what they did was they called him up and they said, we are going to make you the highest-paid player in the NFL, period, in history. $150 million bucks, And when we pay you, we're going to write the check for you to $90 million. <laughs> Signature, <laughs> here you go. $90 million bucks. Here you go. We're going to pay you. $90 million. And then they're like, are you happy? Are you good? Are we good? You good with Matt? Is everybody happy? Are we, you know, we gave you everything you wanted. You wanted security. You wanted to be a Packer for life. You wanted all of this. We gave it all to you. Here's a check, 90 million bucks. Okay? You then... You ghosted the offseason. You didn't show up. You, you said you didn't have to. And that's your right, but we just gave you $90 million. And then you go through the season with this. I, I It was almost like an apathetic approach. You know, it was like, ah, we lost, ah, we won. You know, never too high, never too low. But it's pretty consistent for you. But it was kind of an apathetic approach is the way it was perceived. And then the offseason comes. You don't make the postseason. You don't play well, admittedly. Um, The offseason comes, and we want to talk to you. We, we we want to come to you. We, we want to see where you're at. We want to genuinely, because there's this, there's this youth movement that's that wants to get moving, but we want to talk with you. We want to sit down and pick your brain. You wanted inclusion. You wanted transparency. We want to give you all of that. So we, and by the way, we're calling to come and visit you. Nothing. Crickets. You ghost us. And then... Not only do you, do you, who wanted transparency, not call the Packers, you have David Dunn call the Jets and say, we want to play yet, play there for you, and then call the Packers. And you don't call them. David Dunn does. Now, is he going out of his way to say, I want to go to Minnesota, I want to stick it to Green Bay? No. No. But he throws a little shade here and there on the way out the door. So is he the villain? I don't I don't know if he's the villain. But certainly, if this was the way, you, you know, the Packers knew you were going to be, there's no way they, get, they, they would have gotten rid of you last year. They wouldn't have given you that contract. They wouldn't have strapped this franchise. You led them down a path to – now, they don't, have to, they don't have to give it to you. So it's as much their fault as it is yours. But you let them down a path believing that if if they paid you, they gave you the commitment, that you were all in and you were ready. And you bailed. So do the Packers think he's a bad guy? I don't think he's a bad guy, but I think they're kind of like, you know, we just got tired of, of this. This, this. What is this? $90 million to stay home? No, it's, that's not the way it works. So to answer your question, do I think he's a bad guy? No, I think he is, as far was at the end as well, completely full of himself. Um, Throwing shade, a diva. Um, 
just any little word that's uttered about him, he takes offense to. Unbelievably thin-skinned. But as a quarterback and as a player, unbelievable. Hall of Famer, absolutely, 100%. I'm sure a, ter- a terrific teammate to those that he was a teammate with. You know, So I don't have that problem. But in the grand scheme of things, if you're part of that organization, you're probably looking at it going, geez, what the hell? We didn't really deserve that. You know, after you, we gave you everything you wanted. So I get it. I get the question. But that's 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 more up for uh, every individual fan to decide than it is for me. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Now, Ben Kenny, what question was intriguing you today? Well, it's a bit of a lightning rod, and uh, people have heard first how I feel about the schedule. I- I'm optimistic about the season. And I guess this all plays into the context of the question. The one thing I wanted to see again when the schedule got released was a lot of the tougher games be later in the season for the team to jail, for for love to develop. And I think they got a great draw. I think they could easily enter the bye week four and one. And then at that point, you know, the maybe our thoughts on the team changes. Like they start mm-hmm. the season against the Bears, who had a right. horrific defense last year. And they spent a lot in free agency, and it's going to be better. But there's no gauntlet to start the year, which I think will be very right. positive. The question, as I was looking through the schedule, and with a lot of the teams out there, like the Buccaneers are a name, but their quarterback is now Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. Right. Like some of these teams are not in the best situation, while others, obviously, the uh, the Saints with Carr, like might be improving. The question is, how many... How many games this season will Jordan Love definitely be the second best quarterback on the field? That's a great question. Um, is he going to be better than Justin Fields? I think there are some maybes here. Where I, I just want to say definitely because in the realm of possibilities, he obviously could be bad. And he also could be quite good, but in that realm, okay, like, could Jordan Love be better than uh, Justin Fields? 1,000% this year even, not even just over their careers. So I would put a guy like Fields in the maybe category. He might be. Okay, so maybe uh, over the Falcons and uh, and, uh, their new quarterback out of Cincinnati. Easily, I think at least. He'll be better. Uh, The Saints? No. No? And that's what, Derek Carr down there now? Correct. Correct. Uh, Jared Goff. So I I think Goff might be a maybe too. Goff you think is so? I mean, he had a great year last year. And Goff he surrounded, had a really good year last year. He's surrounded by so much, but he he's still Jared Goff, you know? Right? Like to start the year, really I'd say good no. Year last year. Okay. So not better than Jared Goff. I, I would uh, I would even, I might put Goff in the maybe category. Okay. Then you go to, what, uh, the Raiders, Garoppolo? I would also, he's similar to Goff for me, just not with as much around him. So, maybe? Yep. Garoppolo doesn't do anything but win, though. That's the only problem I have with it. Well, he's been in San Francisco, surrounded by everything and the greatest offensive mind ever. Okay. And in in, uh, New England, I guess. uh, At Broncos, better than Russell Wilson. Also a maybe. Like this, that's the Russell Wilson we saw saw last year. year. He could be better than him. Not better than Kirk Cousins. Not yet. No. 
Uh, Matthew Stafford? I'd say no, but he's coming off a debilitating neck injury. Right. And, and right. his team around him stinks. Yeah, they're still kind of suck, uh, stuck in that salary cap jail that they put themselves in. Uh, better than Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's a quarterback in, in Pittsburgh, right? Yes. I think he's better. better than I think Pickett? he will be better than Kenny Pickett. Confidently. Better than Kenny Pickett. Okay. Tiny hands. Uh, Justin Herbert? No. No. Like, easily no. But that's... Uh, we're, back to, we're back to golf. No. Still think it's a maybe. Okay, we'll give you the maybe. Uh, not and Patrick Mahomes. No. Not not better than Daniel Jones. Might be better than Daniel Jones, but I'll say no to start. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think he's going to be better than Daniel Jones in, in any stretch. So, uh, And then you that takes us uh, to Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay's quarterback's Baker Mayfield. Easy yes. Yes. So that gets you to what? Uh, who's next? Carolina. Who I think I, I'd take love over Bryce Young this season. I think, entering. Yeah, they drafted Bryce Young early on, obviously. And uh, the backup is the, the red rifle, Andy Dalton, I believe. Take there. him over both. So, so yes. Uh, and then after that, you got the Kirk Cousins. No. And, and Fields. Justin Fields is a maybe. I, I guess the so, point is there aren't as many games as you would think where he is 100% easily the second-best quarterback on the field. So the way we have it, either a maybe or yes. He's either yes, he's be- yet yeah, We said yes, he's better than four of the quarterbacks he will face. So I would put going, Daniel going Jones in that category as well. I think he'll be better. Okay. I, he's Daniel Jones. I don't know. Daniel Jones looked really good in the postseason. For, against, for a, uh, against a game. And then he didn't look yeah. so good in the next right. game when he played a real team. But he played team. well. Um, so we got four yeses, five maybes, and seven noes. But some of those no's, I mean, that's in division. But that hinges right. upon, like, okay, Cousins. So in, in, division, in division, we'll say he's a maybe with Justin Fields, not as good as Goff and not as good as Kirk Cousins. I think it is, cl- like, very much in the realm of possibility that he is as good, if not better, than Jared Goff this season. Like, Goff has, mm. to me, at least shown his limitations throughout his career. And he's had some statistically good seasons right. when everything else works. But he's kind of like Kirk Cousins in a way, in that way. And Kirk Cousins, not to mention, while I don't think love is there, the team is kind of falling apart around him. No, I, that, but offensively speaking, they're, they're a good football team. It's the, it's the defense that cost him last year. Kirk Cousins did throw a pick in that game, but offensively speaking, they can score. They just didn't score at will. And they weren't able to stop a team from scoring at will. Correct? Correct, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got Pac fan says, are you sure about Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones had a, what, a quarterback rating of 92.5 last year, threw for 3,200 yards, 15 touchdowns, five picks. They had Saquon Barkley, so they ran the ball quite a bit. Um, his completion percentage though was sixty-seven point two, which is good. But again, they had Saquon Barkley in a big run game last year. They used that. They grinded that. So, do I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback, better than a ninety-two point five? If 
Um, put it this way. If, uh, let's see here. Hang on a second here. We keep talking about if uh, uh, um, if Jordan Love gives you Aaron Rodgers' numbers from last year. Just gets to that. You're happy with it, right? 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, 3,600, 3,700 yards, completion percentage of 64. Well, that's worse than Daniel Jones. What Daniel Jones had on the season last year. So, yeah, I would say that Daniel Jones would be the better quarterback entering the uh, entering the realm of play. 877-867-1670. We'll talk more about this. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, our friends at Steel Tank Brewing, they have terrific, terrific lunches, dinners on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, right behind the Exonia Bank off of 67. Music venue, uh, they're continuing to work on it. It's going to be opening up soon. Bands and music going to be in that place. That place can hold about 500 people, too. Big music venue. Going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait for it to open. Steel Tank Brewing in Oconomowoc. Get out and say hi to Dave and the whole staff out there. Dave's such a good guy. He's a veteran. It's a veteran-owned company. Again, Steel Tank Brewing, Robruck Lane in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Nice Thursday. Bill Michaels show. Continuing on. I uh, When you go through this and you look at this schedule, as uh, we've been talking about, is uh, Jordan Love even going to be the best quarterback in many of these games? And going through it, you look at about four games in which you would assume he would be better than what they're running out there. Uh, five games kind of determine maybe, depending on how much, how well he plays. And then uh, seven games, you say, no, absolutely not. He's not going to be better than the quarterback that's on the field. So with four games saying yes, uh, five games saying maybe, that's kind of where we're at, Ben. When you, I mean, you look at it as an 11-win season. When I went through it, I said maybe nine. So if he's yes or maybe, that's that out of what we just went through. That's nine games. So that would kind of jibe with what, you know, if all things are equal, that would kind of jibe with what my prediction was. Yeah. Say for an eight, nine win season. Well, it also, it's going to help when we have the maybes that are later in the season. For instance, yeah, they get the Lions at home September 28th on Thursday night. You're at home. It's a night game that helps. And you go to the Lions on Thanksgiving, but it's better probably seen with the Bears. Start the season on the road against the Bears. You finish it at home against them. I would give the Packers a much better chance to win in that second go-around because I expect Love and the offense to work better as the season goes along. So it's also when they play them. Mm -hmm. But I I mean, like, all all things considered, it's kind of a cakewalk schedule. It's it's not a bad schedule based upon... Last year's results. Right. And that based I, upon projection, which we're wrong about. Everyone right. always is. But based upon what we think we know now. Uh, Will Tell says, so Daniel Jones was a better quarterback than the Packers quarterback last season. That's your boy, Aaron Rodgers, and his 8-9 and nine record. Okay. 
So what? I, I mean, you know, again, I can, I can, the record, if you want to just pontificate about the record, it, it, it's ignorant. The record is what it is. I completely agree with that. But I also look at where this team was last year and the problems they had. And you can point to the reasons why. It wasn't just Rodgers. You can look at the offensive line. The fact that David Bakhtiari was in, then he was out, then he was in, then he was out. You had Sean Ryan goes down with uh, the PED accusation. Uh, You had to end up with Zach Tom as your starting right tackle. Your offensive line was in flux pretty much all season long until towards the end it started to play better. You started out with Christian Watson was in. He missed training camp, then he was out. Then he finally shows up. Uh, The initial drop was horrific. We all understand that. And then just as he started getting going, he went down with a hamstring injury. Romeo Dobbs went down with an injury. Samari Torrey went down with an injury. You were starting new you, 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 uh, Robert Tanyan didn't look like Robert Tanyan at all. Thus, he's not with the team anymore because he didn't bring back that quickness and that speed and that cutting ability from the ACL. Mercedes Lewis was getting older. He was a possession guy, just like Puxatani Phil comes out of the hole. You had the injury to Randall Cobb when he started playing real well. So offensively speaking, it was in flux. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, you had a broken thumb on the quarterback. Play calling was bad. Defensively speaking, they were giving up long drive after long drive after long drive, death by a thousand cuts. So all of this contributed to the record that they had. But they were bad in the beginning, and then they started to put it together. They ran off seven out of their last eight. Unfortunately, they lost that last game, and they didn't make it to the postseason. Otherwise, had they won that game, think about it. Had they won that game, they would have been one of the hottest teams in football going into the postseason. Would they not? Sure they would. So if you want to do that and say you're boy and think you're cool, you look at the facts. Otherwise, it's just an ignorant statement. You know, that would be like Jordan Love coming out and having a 4,000-yard season, 30 touchdowns, two interceptions, incredible, but the defense sucks. And, oh, by the way, you lost Rashawn Gary. You had a rookie that couldn't get off a block, uh, defensively speaking, when it came to the run game. You lost Stokes to a broken ankle. They were f- filling the roster with guys that were hoping that were going to take effect. And Gabari became your starting outside linebacker. You didn't really have much up front with Dean Lowry. He wasn't getting anything done. And Jerron Reed was okay, but he'd get washed away more often than not. And you were using Preston Smith differently than an absolute all-out ball-out pass rusher. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's Rodgers didn't have a good season, 100%. He contributed to that, but it's not just because Aaron Rodgers had bad numbers and an 8-9 record. No, there's a lot more to it that goes into that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, this one's from Jeff. Jeff says, hey, guys, uh, great discussion. If you're going to put Jordan Love into a ranking system right now of quarterbacks, where would he be? Man, that's it's my favorite offseason <laughs> topic. I know, right? Oh, it's incredible. Well, let's just do this, okay? Let, let's look at it this way. W- the numbers, just by the numbers, we all hope that he's what? Aaron Rodgers-esque from last year, right? Is that not where we're kind of thinking? I'm thinking, I mean, I would like more than that. If the interceptions come, I would like them not to come on the goal line to a right. defensive end. Correct. But I think that's the starting point. I think that should be the baseline expectation. So.
just say this. That would mean, is Tua better than him? Tua had, by the way, the best overall quarterback rating, even though he only played 13 games, the best overall quarterback rating with 3,500 yards in 13 games. 25 touchdowns, 8 picks. He was sacked 21 times, but a quarterback rating of 105.5. The best quarterback rating in football last year. Tua. Second best, Patrick Mahomes. Is it third best? Now, he only played 11 games, but third best because he went down with an injury. But third best, that's your boy Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, and the team that he had in San Francisco. Jalen Hurts, your boy after that, was number four. Geno Smith, who had a just a remarkable comeback season, was sixth. Joe Burrow, he's not better than Joe Burrow. Jared Goff, we already talked about that. Jared Goff was top ten. He was seventh last year in quarterback ranking. Seventh, Jared Goff, Jared Goff was. 29 touchdowns, only seven picks. Played every game. Had a 65.1 quarterback completion percentage. Josh Allen, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton didn't have a terrible season. He played 14 games, but only 18 touchdowns. 18 touchdowns, nine, uh, nine picks, but a quarterback rating of 95.2. Threw for 2,871 yards. Almost 2,900 yards in, in 14 games. Trevor Lawrence, who had a really good season the year after they got rid of Urban Meyer, played full 17 games. Then there's Ryan Tannehill, who went down with injury and still qualified with 12 games. Justin Herbert, who had a good season but not great, not as good as everybody had hoped, 25 touchdowns but 10 picks. But his completion percentage was way up there at 68.2. Then there's Daniel Jones. Then there's Kirk Cousins. Then there's Dak Prescott. Then there's Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar Jackson only played 12 games. Then there's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. So that would put him, say, 17th, 18th. That would put him ahead of Taylor Heineke, Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, some names are on there. Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, David Mills, Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson. He would be ahead of all of those guys. So that would put him in the middle of the pack as a quarterback ranking if you hope for the numbers that Aaron Rodgers put up last season. It's a, it's a, it, it is, I, really, I will say this. It's a fascinating, fascinating discussion. That I will agree with you. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hey, our friends at the ICHC, Irish Cultural Heritage Center. Follow them on Facebook. They're on West Wisconsin Avenue, 2133, just uh, west of the Marquette campus. But whether it's concerts, weddings, beautiful, beautiful church and venue, huge stage, meeting space. Uh, they have dance halls upstairs. If you've got a small group and you want to you know, kind of get your workout on, good Irish pub in there as well. Doesn't matter. Irish Cultural Heritage Center. Get a hold of our buddy Corey over there. 414-345-8800. 414-345-8800. That's the ICHC.net, the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. Give our buddy Corey a call. 414-345-8800. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Coming up tomorrow night and Saturday night down at the UW Panther Arena, the Milwaukee Admirals back out of Texas coming to town. 
as the Calder Cup playoffs continue. And if you want some tickets and you want to go down and cheer on the uh, Milwaukee Admirals, as uh, they are in the postseason, professional team in the state of Wisconsin in the postseason. Got to get down and support the Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Again, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com, heading down there Saturday night. Tomorrow night, heading to the Brewers game. Now, again, kidneys permitting tomorrow heading to the Brewers game and then Saturday night to the Admirals game. But uh, but uh, Admirals uh, game one and game two tomorrow and Saturday as Texas comes to town. And the uh, the Admirals, they got a good team, man. This could be a Calder Cup championship team. If if they win it, we got to get them to bring that thing in studio, which would be kind of cool. Be the first uh, new guest in studio, in the new studio here. Be fantastic. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Sixteen seventy. JJ says, hoping that the uh, the Jets tank, so uh, the Packers can get a high draft choice next season. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Andy, listening to us in Madison. Andy, how you doing today, man? What's going on out there in Madtown? Coach, driving down the Belt Line. Hey, in that uh, in that in that passing lane now. They got that passing lane out there. I see in the passing lane. Or are you just cruising along in traffic? Uh, cruising along the uh, the express lanes closed, but it, it's nice between uh, the rush hour times. <laughs> what else? Uh, so you asked if uh, you'd be happy with Aaron Rodgers' numbers for Jordan Love this year, and I think I would with one caveat, and that would be, you know, if on third and three, instead of throwing it 20 yards to a tightly contested Alan Lazard, he just runs 40 yards for a first down. Um, mm-hmm. I think Rogers QBR was pretty bad last year. I think he was like 24th in the league. And, you know, if we can just keep the chains moving and get some more offensive plays, I'd be happy with the same numbers, but just better offensive efficiency. Uh, if they gave better, better efficiency numbers in moving the football and more first downs, I would agree with that. And I think you may, have, may end up having a more successful season, to be quite honest with you. Rather than going out on third down the way they did throughout the season, I, I appreciate the phone call. I would agree. I, I think if and he's he's right. How many times last year did we see drives stall on third and two because of downfield throwing? Because third and two, shotgun, empty backfield, and go deep. Saw it a lot. And we've seen it a lot, not just last year. I mean, that, that was kind of the modus operandi, if you will, for quite some time. But I but 100% agree. 100% agree that that was kind of the way they did things for quite some time. And, and again, I go back to, you know, the conversations uh, over the years with Rodgers and to why you do that. And it's not necessarily about who's open. It's about the matchup that is. And he would see a certain matchup that he liked, and that's the direction he would go, and that's what they would do. So it wasn't uh, overwhelmingly about, you know, hey, we see a guy wide open downfield, so we're going to throw there. This was more so about the matchup that he wanted. If he felt like he had his guy could easily beat the guy across the line from him, that's the direction they went. So, yeah, if you get more into uh, the efficiency of the offense, which would, you know what, though, that – that would technically then increase the numbers of Jordan Love because his completion percentage would go up, thus moving the chains. That Now, it may not be as much yardage. I would agree with that. Uh, he may throw for the same amount of yards, but the efficiency 
of that would go up. That I would agree with. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to uh, throw us something, go ahead and give it to us. Uh, Jerry says, the Wonderlick eliminated as an NFL draft stat a while ago. Uh, the speculation was to why, but nobody knows. Uh, C.J. Uh, Stroud scored an 18. Jordan Love scored a 27. Aaron Rodgers scored a 35. He says, how much How much relevancy is there in that? Mm, I, it's a great question. I don't know. I don't know how the Wonderlick translates to football. I never did. Because I guess as a quarterback, you know, I've always said your your physical talent will get you there. That, that For everybody. It's not just, you know, Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love or anybody else. I mean, hell, your physical talent. Look at Ryan Leaf. Here, goes back, go back years ago. He had one of the strongest arms anybody had ever seen playing out in Washington. It was incredible. But he, he had a 10-cent head. Your physical ability will get you into the NFL. It's what's between the ears as a quarterback or a specialty player that's going to be what keeps you there physical brute up front the physicality of the game you don't have to have a 35 on the wonder lick unless of course you're a center and you're calling out the the blocking schemes you don't have to have a 35 on the wonder lick to play the offensive or defensive fronts even an outside rusher for that matter but you do need a, a level of comprehension capability to play specialty positions and really have to have a comprehension to play quarterback. Because quarterback, you know, it, it, 95% of it's between the ears. Your physical ability is your physical ability. But it's, it's, it's the read and react capability as a quarterback. How quickly can you see or foresee the hole opening up? And can then your mind deliver the impulse to throw the football in that split second to get the ball to the window that only your guy can get it? Or how quickly can you decipher what's coming at you in a matter of two and a half to three seconds? You know, that, that's, that's where good quarterbacks distance themselves between, you know, great quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, and then everybody that's average or bad. It's how quickly you can decipher, and then your mind can read, react, and then you get rid of the football into the window that only your guy can get to it. So, yeah, Wonderlick, I guess, for quarterbacks has a little more bearing on all of it. But uh, it also, you know, uh, like I said, your physical ability is what gets you there. Look, I don't – take a guy like Lamar Jackson. I still – I know they're all talking about changing the narrative this year. I think he's a tremendous quarterback. But he, to me, I keep saying quarterback, he's more of an athlete. He's a tremendous athlete. Justin Fields, tremendous athlete. You know, they've got that. Do they have that same level of wherewithal like a Patrick Mahomes who not only has the athletic ability but also the intellect? See, Joe Burrow doesn't have the athletic, the same athletic ability, but he has a superior intellect. So it can even the playing field in a lot of different ways, but it's when the athleticism of a guy like Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields, go back to even like Colin Kaepernick, when he was running wild in the National Football League. Once they hit him a few times and discovered what it is he's going to do on the consistent, his athleticism began to diminish, and he he was not relevant as a quarterback anymore. And, you know, even going back to the last year that he played quarterback before he ended up getting kind of blackballed from the league, he wasn't that good. He was actually going to be benched. 
if Lamar Jackson keeps taking the hits the way he's taking and keeps injuring his legs, he's his athletic ability is going to diminish, and then it's it's merely read, react, throw, intellect. And if he doesn't have it, he becomes a very average quarterback, which is the which is what Baltimore saw. Let's call it what it is. They saw it. They're like, we're not going to give you if if you were a superior, if you're Aaron Rodgers' intellect with your physical ability, money's guaranteed, hands down. No doubt about it. But he's never been that overwhelming, accurate passer. So that's the reason they said, we're not giving you everything guaranteed. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, JJ says he hopes that the media stops asking every player about the Rodgers trade. Please move on. JJ, come on. You want to move on. You move on. If, if it's if it's a, a relevant question in some way, shape, or form, you go with it. Otherwise, eh, you know, you talk about the here and the now. But it's still fresh. Until this season gets three games, five games, seven games into the season, it's always going to be there. You know, the big bad media is going to ask the question. If you don't like it, don't listen. Turn it into something else. I've heard there's great symphonic music on a lot of other stations. But it's, it's what everybody wants. It's the consumption of – it's not the tail wagging the dog – I mean, like I said, I can talk Packers football and just watch the numbers stay high. You can talk Aaron Rodgers in Packers football, and the numbers go through the roof. You start talking about a coaching search for the Milwaukee Bucks, it goes right into the crapper. You can talk about Brewers baseball right now, right in the crapper. You know, there's, there's, there's two sides to everything, and part of it is you give the people what they want. 877-867-1670. And also remember, the NFL, no matter what aspect of it it is, the NFL reigns supreme. It just does. Period. End of story. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Plumbing and Heating, they are uh, proud supporters of the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. Uh, That's Labor Day weekend. Put it on your calendar if you're a motorcycle rider. This one promises to be a big one as well. We are starting at the Harley-Davidson Museum this year, which is awesome. It's a great starting point. More space. Uh, We're not crowding around 9th Street. Uh, MK Brewing was great to us for many years. But it was time to move on, and uh, the space that is the Harley-Davidson Museum and our partnership with them is absolutely awesome. And Every Plumbing and Heating, one of our fine sponsors, came on because they were founded by a Korean War veteran, which is Clayton Every, back in 1969. And now Craig's taken it over from his father, so that means it's third-generation run now. And uh, they're putting the extra emphasis on customer and employees uh, and their satisfaction. And if you're looking for a job, uh, they are hiring licensed plumbers, uh, with great wages, even benefits. Uh, the calls are confidential. Call Craig over there. Or if you're looking, uh, they're looking to hire a plumber as well with a new construction experience, residential, and light commercial. So get a hold of them. They're in La Crosse, Trempolo, Monroe, Vernon, Jackson counties. Every plumbing, every plumbing and heating, call them 608 783 2803. 608 783 2803 out there in the La Crosse area. Good, good stuff. Um, 
This is from, uh, let's see here. This is from, this is from Jason who says, um, if you go by the numbers, does Aaron Rodgers have a worse season this year than he did last year? Well, but see, I don't care. Other than the fact that, I, you know, if the Jets are terrible, do you think the Jets would, because then the battle becomes real. If the Jets are terrible, and I'm thinking about this only in the realm of the Green Bay Packers getting a high draft choice. If the Jets are terrible, do you sit Rodgers? And do you think Rodgers would let them sit him? I don't. I think, he'll, bar, barring injury, he'll play the 65%. But can you imagine, Ben, say the Jets just being a bad football team? This whole thing about, you know, well, chemistry and not on the same page and the defense has regressed and, you know, Rodgers is a little bit nicked up, but he won't pull himself out. And, you know, they've got to they've got to watch the ego, all the same things that went through here. Can you imagine the Jets saying, you know what, we don't want you to get to the 65 percent mark. We don't want to give a first round draft choice and we're not going to make the postseason. So we're going to pull you. Can you imagine that? No, I don't think that's possible. In I don't in think any so way. either. I mean, number one, they wouldn't be eliminated until late. Unless they lose every game they play. Right. So the 65% would have already hit. And, I mean, the Packers probably tried to do it with Rodgers last year. Or at least thought about it. It's like, what if we go to love for a game? There's no way he would have let them do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's not going to happen. So he'll play the 65%. You just hope that the Jets record is mediocre. Or just subpar. That's what you're kind of hoping for. You're not going to get... You know, the Jets aren't going to completely tank their season, get the first overall pick, and, oh, by the way, Rodgers is still going to play 65% of the year. That, that's not going to happen. The only way that happens is if they, if Rodgers goes down with injury and Zach Wilson takes over. And then they're a bad football team, and they, you know, then you kind of move on from there. Uh, 877-867-1670. The odds to win the Super Bowl, where do the Green Bay Packers fit into all this? i got to check here. Packers at 50-1. to 1. They are they're the ninth team. They're rated above Detroit, above the Jets, above Jacksonville. How about that? How about that? Coming up for the Super Bowl this year. Super Bowl obviously being in 2024, so your betting sheets would be 2024. But, yeah, huh. how about that? Rated higher than the Jets, which I still find hard to believe. What are you building there, Ben? Oh, it was the uh, it was the keyboard. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's my bad. I thought you were building a building a, a bridge or a monument to uh, to Jordan Love. <laughs> no, I'm getting ripped on Twitter though. That's okay. Yeah, I was. I want to address that when we come back because people are killing Ben over on Twitter. So we're going to talk about that when we come back because uh, he went through the same list on Twitter that we went through on the air. And uh, we want to we want to get your reaction to all of that as well. The schedule is out. The Packers wins. I got them at nine. Ben has them at eleven. I said nine plus one minus one, something like that. Could be nine and eight, eight and nine, something like that. Which would not be a terrific, terrifically bad season or a terrifically good season. It would be kind of an average season if if it if Jordan loves anything. And I I still am of the I guess my optimism is getting the best of me because I just I never saw that. So maybe I'm a little more optimistic. Uh, I could maybe say between seven and eight wins might be more realistic. 
So we'll see. So we got another hour, uh, two hours yet to go, as a matter of fact. Two hours yet to go. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Good stuff. Really good stuff in the first couple of hours of this program. Hey, don't forget about our friends at the Sunset Grill, Pewaukee Lake on Prospect Avenue. It's open. The deck is open. The docks are in. Boating season's almost upon us. Hell, the weather's going to be nice today. If you're going to be out there boating around, head over to the Sunset Grill. Sunset Grill, Pewaukee, great place to go. Sunsets are beautiful. Yeah. Got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 